Welcome to today's bread reading. My name is Matthew Persley, and I'm one of the pastors here at Park Hill Church in San Diego. We're in our fifth month of practicing bread together. Bread is the way our community reads the scriptures together daily. For centuries, the family of Christ has referred to this practice as Lexio Divina, or in English, our divine lesson, a message from God that teaches us how to live as a part of his family. In order to slow our bodies and minds to encounter and abide in the love we share with God, our Father, Jesus, our brother, and the Spirit, our helper and guide, we are going to begin by praying the Lord's Prayer together as a family. Prayer engages our body, mind, and spirit toward God. Feel free to close your eyes or open your hands in a posture of receiving. You should be in a position where you can engage God without the possibility of awkward interruptions or distractions. This is a special time between you and God. Let's begin. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now, with your Bible, your journal, and a pen, let's begin. Bread is an acronym. We begin with the letter B. Breathe. Continue to remain still before the Lord. Put your feet on the ground. If you are not already, consider facing your palms upward and a posture of receiving. Take a moment and breathe. As you become aware of God's presence, let each breath be a wordless prayer of gratitude to God. Thank you for the breath of life. As you breathe out, release to him the cares and worries your day. Now we move to R. Our reading today is from 2 Corinthians 5. As we read, write down a word or a phrase that catches your attention. If you find yourself especially moved by God's words, feel free to pause this podcast and take any time you need before restarting. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God an earthly house in heaven, not built by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling, because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened, because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. 
Now the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the Spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and I would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please Him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Since then, we know what it is to fear the Lord, we try to persuade others. What we are is plain to God, and I hope it is also plain to your conscience. We are not trying to commend ourselves to you again, but are giving you an opportunity to take pride in us so that you can answer those who take pride in what is seen rather than what is in the heart. If we are out of our mind, as some say, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For Christ's love compels us. Because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died, and he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So, from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you, on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As we move to E, encounter, take the word or phrase that you wrote down and reflect. Pray to the Spirit and ask Him why it stood out to you. Spend some time in God's presence, ready to encounter Him. Once again, you can close your eyes and place your palms face up in a posture that is ready to receive. Collect your thoughts and write what you think God may be teaching you. Next, A, for apply 
is meant to move from what God is doing inside our hearts and minds to what he wants to do through us in our work, our school, and communities. What area of your day do you desire to see God move? What is an encouragement from this text that God may be asking you to do? Let us finish with devotion. Turn your posture toward God in gratitude, worship, and love, inviting him into your heart. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Thank you for walking through this prayer practice with me. I look forward to reading and praying with you tomorrow.